But how are you really feeling, Lillian Bustle? <laughs> Let me tell you about my mother, Jen Ponton. <laughs> uh, how am I really feeling? Um, mostly okay. Still very unmotivated, just in general. Um, oh, here's something. Uh, <laughs> I have been talking about possibly going back to school. Um, with possibly the intention of uh, being a therapist, like a talk therapist, a one-on-one therapist. That's something that I had always envisioned for myself. Yay. Uh, And in traditional all-the-fucks style, um, a girl who I kind of know, who comes into the store where I work uh, quite a bit, and she owns another local business. She's lovely, very upbeat, she's very crafty, um, but we've only had like two conversations. Uh, I was like, oh, blah, blah, yes, so I'm starting to look into grad school, uh, but like the school for social work that I thought I was interested in is actually at 119th and 3rd and not... (laughs) at Hunter College normal campus, 59th and Lexington. Fuck. So, no. And she was like, oh, oh, you're not. She looks at me in the face and she goes, you're not going back to be a therapist, are you? And I was like, uh, that's what I was thinking. And she goes, oh, I'm an empath, too. I think it's a very bad idea for you. And I was like, oh, and she was like, I know that we don't know each other very well, but I can tell that you're an you're an empath right? You're very sensitive to other people's feelings. And I was like, I am. And she was like, mm. I think that you owe it to yourself to find a different way to use your talents. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> very, oh. very thoughtful, wise. So you it's been a long time since nothing. somebody just fucking read me like that. Oh. oh, girl. Not for nothing. I can absolutely see that. And I yeah. think that's why, I think that's why for me, coaching was so good Mm -hmm. because it definitely allowed me to like be helpful and help work why phone no not now um and help work with people through their blocks sure um but really to do so in a very contained like this is a singular goal right and we're probably not gonna like unearth (laughs) very big deep shit that i'm going to be feeling right (laughs) for Ever and ever. Right. Which, and you can get a a master's degree in counseling, which is more, is closer to that. Also, I could just pay $1,000 and get a life coach piece of paper, but. For sure. (laughs) Yes. But it's kind of making me lean back into the idea of doing um, the intimacy coordination stuff. Which I think is amazing. It's just, it is, that's like $10,000. It's like to get, to go from beginning to end to get an actual certification. Mm, Really? Mm -hmm. That kind of sucks. But then, but then, how much would a master's cost? Right. Like closer to, (laughs) closer to 50 to 80 grand. So. Yeah. So I mean, I guess if you find it. Fuck, I, I would, know. I would do that with you. I'm just at the, <laughs> I'm just at the point where like, I just want to feel like a legitimate something. <laughs> Dude, I get it. I was just, I was just catching up with, um, with a wonderful, amazing friend who is a casting director last night, and we last talked in like April of 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and she was like, "Oh my god, how are you?" And I was like. Two years of insanity. And she was like, holy shit. <laughs> and we were just we were just talking about how like nobody really feels like they are what they are. 
uh-huh. in any way. Like it, um, it, the the floating obviously is a little bit less noticeable when you, I don't know, do something like turn your life inside out and throw all the Legos on the floor like me. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when when you're not doing that and the other things sort of feel like the same, all you can do is think about all the all the career you're not having. Uh, yeah. And how much, especially as creators, especially as self-starting creators, we define ourselves by that exclusively. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. For me, it's been pretty freeing because I've had so much space to be messy. Sure. Um, the last the last two years. Yeah, I mean, but, and, and for me, a lot of it has been that as well, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful as always, to have had the leeway, goddamn, to like, to be able to, <laughs> I don't know, sit in my funk. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know, the funk's getting funky. <laughs> it gets funkier. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I get that you just want to be a legitimate something. For the first time in forever, I have been thinking about like normal people jobs Mm. that I don't that I don't really feel passionately about but you know like things that things that you can do from home or things that are like certification programs like intimacy coordination which by the way if I'm gonna fucking shovel out money for something it may as well be that right because I give a fuck right (laughs) yep I give so many fucks about it. Um, Also, also I will say, though, um, my friend in Florida was like, oh, yeah, I've had an intimacy coach for the last two plays that I've been on. And I was like, did you, though? Did you have somebody who actually knows what they they were doing? Uh Or did you just have someone who was well-intentioned? Because (laughs) I'm pretty sure that whatever people actually charge once they get that certification is not what your average community theater is going to shell out. Absolutely. Right. And didn't you say that there were only like six or seven of them actually practicing? Oh, gosh. That was a while ago. Is that an old quote? So that was before all of the news articles came out about mm. <laughs> all of that. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. at least a three-year-old number. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, not no. Welcome to all the fucks. Welcome to all the fucks, friends. I'm Sorry. Jen Ponton. I'm Lillian Bustle. And we know it's been a minute. Um, we are discussing a little bit about the format and, um, you know, our the energy that's going into our other podcast, Dreading the Boards, which we encourage you to check out. Uh, and we may be um, transitioning into a twice a month format for this particular podcast. Um, we don't want to leave you guys hanging. But, we don't. Uh, but also, you know, it's good to be realistic about we ourselves as creators. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Also, not not going to lie, things have been fucking hard. It's been a very, uh, a very, especially as far as I'm concerned, things mm-hmm. have been really, 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 really challenging. Yep. And, um, and you're doing great. You're doing so good. Uh, thank you. You're doing so good. I'm fucking trying. So this is, uh, this is something that I think we should consider as temporary. Um, Hopefully, but uh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely a realistic and empathetic, compassionate um, way. 
we're doing so okay. we're doing okay and um and uh we love you guys and we love being together and we love doing this podcast and also i think we've never really taken like a vacation from it either so maybe that's something that we will right. explore in the future although although man <laughs> Chron- chronicling it's wild that the birth of this mm-hmm. was so fully enmeshed in the start of the pandemic because mm-hmm. we started we we started in January 2020 mm-hmm. but um <laughs> two years two years yeah two oh years. shit we're two years old uh yeah we're two years old holy fuck yay um, what <laughs> <laughs> it's our poddler what our poddler what our time <laughs> what the fuck our time um but but i think it yeah it uh we want to we want to be upfront with you about um yeah, you know, just like life managing life really life in right now. Oh yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Life is life in real, real hard. Balls deep <laughs> in life, raw dogging yeah. life. <laughs> when I was talking to my friend on the phone yesterday, she was like, "Um, how much of this have you put on social media?" And I was like, "Fucking none of it. I stay away from P- Facebook like the plague, and on Instagram, I am incredibly vague." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And my friends know what's like up with my life. And even then, I have some friends who are like, girl, are you alive? No. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <sighs> I promise I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's a weird time. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially with people like you and me who are... I mean, I'm speaking specifically for myself, but I always get the same vibe from you where being around other people and collaborating is very, um, uh, I mean, I would have said necessary up until recently, but mm. but it's it's so nourishing and enriching yes. and recharging and uh, I'm better with my boundaries about extrovert, introvert time, but um you know, uh, I definitely have been in people's lives in a very big way and then backed out to the point where, I mean, I think I've lost a couple friends probably because yeah. because I've just been like, I can't, I was in a very different place when we started hanging out and, and now I need to curl into myself like a little pill bug. <laughs> yeah. Aww, little pill bug. My cute little pill bug. Oh, fuck. That is really cute. (laughs) Yeah, it's, gosh, it's so, mm, I mean, like, I know we talk about when the world sort of goes back to normal and whatever, you know, normal means, which is full of asterisks and uh, fucking appendices and shit. But um, it's, it is, it's a little, it's a little alarming to feel like, oh God, we as individuals and a society are changing so much Mm -hmm. that like, mm, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not the same people. Sure. In some good ways, hopefully, but you know, also in some like traumatized ways, like congratulations. Ever wonder why your grandparents are who they are? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Because mm-hmm. they saw shit like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ever wonder why your terrible grandpa never smiled? <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, I mean, my grandfather was awesome. just terrible, but yes. Uh-huh. 
Because <laughs> uh-huh. they saw some shit and we are seeing some shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's led you to beautiful things in your lives. I think for you and I, definitely. But also, like, some earth-shaking, holy shit. Nothing is going to be the same after this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Unsure of feelings. <laughs> about Mostly frightened. <laughs> Yeah. Mostly frightened. Weirdly enough, though, it is pushing me to a place where um, I've talked about this on the podcast plenty, where I have problems with inanimate objects and, uh, you know, how to organize them, how to hold them in my life versus holding them in my heart. And I'm very in a purge place right now. Like, I just sold a bunch of my clothes. Um, I'm ready to donate the rest. Uh, We just... Got rid of old clunky nightstands and got new cute ones in. And now I feel like the bedroom looks really nice. Like I it's very rare for me to to react to, you know, fucking tectonic plates in my life by getting rid of the things that I normally find comforting. But I am Mm. I feel like I'm at a crossroads where just stuff isn't comforting. And it's kind of doing the opposite for me, which is amazing. Maybe I will. Uh, I'll never be a minimalist, but <laughs> maybe I'll be. But you might explore that a little. Such a maximalist. I have a feeling I'm going to be purging so, so, so very much mm. because I'm going to be clearing out my house and, yep. um, and like when I think about the things that I want, <laughs> not a lot, right? There's so much that can be jettisoned, so fucking much, mm-hmm. and like the like I've been craving a purge for a good long time and I kind of always do it with my clothes Mm -hmm. in just this you know fucking Mobius loop but but to do so on I mean I might clear the entire table and I just don't uh I should probably scale myself back just a little bit (laughs) yeah I mean uh, there are very few things that I've gotten rid of that I actually regretted later on like a very Mm. small handful of things Yes. Um, and those things I think about fondly, but I'm never like, oh, I'm so dumb. Mm. Why did I get rid of that? That's happened to me with a couple of things. A couple of things. Um, and honestly, uh, when I, I – I know we've talked about, like, Marie Kondo and the, definitely the pros and cons, especially if you have ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it was mostly very successful – as far as I know, I'm neurotypical. Um, LOL, we'll see. But <laughs> um, when I got to like cards and sentimental things, I was a little bit ruthless. Mm. More ruthless than would than would than my personality would indicate. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so like for people who just were not in my life anymore, mm-hmm. I was like, nope, 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 and you know purposefully not in my life sure um i i got rid of a ton of stuff and then i guess what i didn't anticipate was like how feelings would soften over the years Mm. and so thinking about like oh having access to yes this person who's like not in my life anymore but this tender moment this tender energy that we did share at one point Mm -hmm. actually doesn't feel badly or like Somebody also said, like, there's worth, these, joy is not the only worthy emotion. Ooh, fuck. Because the whole, right? 
Right? Because the whole point of Marie Kondo is to spark joy. And yeah, fuck, joy is great. We're all seeking joy all the time. But... It, I mean, it's toxic it's, positivity. Absolutely. And it's very, um, not unrealistic isn't even the right word. Like, if you, <laughs> sometimes you need, like, a hacksaw or gardening shears or some shit. <laughs> yep. And does yep. it spark joy? No. But if you got rid of it and then you needed it, it would spark some anxiety. Well, earnestly, I do think, like, her first question is, like, do you fucking need this? If it doesn't yeah. spark joy, it yeah. has to be, like, an essential in your life. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there are things that I found important mm-hmm. that didn't spark joy at all. Like, they made me fucking sad mm-hmm. or even a little angry. And I was like, this is important in my heart and fuck you. Like, <laughs> And so I got rid of them as per that. And I usually don't regret it. But once in a blue moon, I'll be like, oh, I wish I could look at that letter. And mm. feel the ways that that letter makes me feel. Yeah. Which do soften with time, definitely. Of anyway. course. Of course. Um, but yeah, like that is, that is interesting. Yeah. And so like there's, there's a hard moment coming up where I'm going to be having to put a lot of very, very, very sentimental, um, uh, deeply emotionally charged things mm-hmm. in a box. And I'm knowing what happened with the Marie condoing of it. I think I'm not going to try and purge any of that. I think I'm going to try and keep it in a box. Sure. And not touch it for a few years. And then, and then see yeah. what, you know, what has no actual charge at all and what is... And and if things spark sadness, like that's okay. Mm-hmm. If they're important, they're allowed to be important and exist. Yeah, <laughs> I got that. <sighs> well, yeah. Speaking of stuff, one of the things that Jen and I <laughs> thought that we might talk about was um, the importance of uh, going to the mall as we were growing oh up. Oh my god! I was staying in my hometown recently at my mom's house and. Um, my mall, the Phillipsburg Mall, was built in 1989, and it has already turned into, like, a home for pigeons. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, (laughs) it is a dead mall. There Mm. are videos of it a la Atlas Obscura online, because it is just fucking condemned. Mm -hmm. And it, when it opened, it was such a big deal and there were like 7,000 people who went on the first day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did a giant mall deep dive. Yay. In like fucking microfiche. Ooh, yeah. There were, there were miles of backed up traffic on the little two-lane highway mm-hmm. on either side and it was an important mall because the area only had only had malls like a half an hour away. Mm-hmm. You either had to go to the Lehigh Valley Mall, which I think is technically in Allentown, or you had to go to the Bridgewater Commons, which mm-hmm. was in Bridgewater. And like there was nothing actually for the area, this area that was like growing and had yeah. a lot of really small booming districts. Ours was the same uh, way. You had to go to like Virginia Beach or Norfolk. And this was in Newport yes. News, which was on our side of the peninsula. By the way, mm-hmm. I looked at a map yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's my gold star. I looked at a map. I looked at a map and I looked at Virginia because I was looking at where Richmond was. Okay. And uh, then I saw Williamsburg and I'm like, oh, Williamsburg is definitely not where I thought it was. And then I saw Yorktown and I was like, Yorktown is also not where I thought it was. And you're like, it's like big, um, big like uh, Pat, who did Prince of Tides? Pat Conroy. Yeah. Big Pat Conroy, like, Southern Shore energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've got our own, own version of low country going on in there. Yes. What were you looking at Richmond I, for? Uh, Jory found Jory found some kind of a perfect job down there that happens to be remote anyway. Oh. But Jory was like, where is this in Virginia? And it was right outside of Richmond. Oh, and yeah. I was like, huh, Richmond's I didn't totally, know Richmond was there. It has a totally different flavor from where I grew up. Like, very, very different. Yes. It's more mountainy. Yes. Um, yeah, so I I just learned where you lived. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> Hampton I'm very Rhodes, proud of myself baby. for looking at a map. Yeah, you did. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, did you say yeah, you, so you, you, you said yours was 1987? 1989. Oh, mine was 1987. The, pa- the Patrick Henry Mall. Because, <laughs> of course, Patrick. Henry named, named after one of our founding father people. Stop. Of course, you can't get away from it down there. I had a shower thought today mm-hmm. that New Jersey is the Florida of the 13 colonies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, New Jersey is the New Jersey of the 13 colonies, isn't it? I mean, yes, but if we if we have to link the two like bastard stepchildren oh, for states, sure. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, Florida is the Jersey. No, 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 no. You can never make that parallel. Florida no. is nothing like New Jersey. But mm-hmm. Jersey is the perceived Florida. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> the OG 13. <laughs> and um, also, I had a shower thought of dolloping you on the history of Staten Island. <laughs> Holy shit. Why do you know so much about Staten Island? Jory was doing weird anthropological research on, like, why Staten Island is like that. <laughs> Shots fired, motherfuckers. I know. But it was so good. And like everything I learned from them, I was like, holy shit. That's actually fucking fascinating. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you you know about the wild turkeys? Oh, do I ever? You might have been the one to tell me the complete story of the turkeys because I'd heard about them before. I think I was. Because they were specifically outside of a hospital. Yeah. Where my late father-in-law was staying at right, the time. Right, 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 right. Yes. And um, the hospital was built on an old farm mm-hmm. that was destroyed, but the turkeys remained. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they would go into the fucking medical waste and get all hopped up on God only fucking knows what. That's and then they so would chase bad. visitors to and from the building. Of course they would. <laughs> because they're terrifying. Because it's Staten Island. It's Staten Island. Man, oh, my oh God. Man. That's oh, really funny. Fuck. I feel like if we did that, we would need to have somebody come on who was actually from Staten Island to, like, talk about it a little bit. Like, mm. from, from. I know a couple people from, from Staten Island. I wonder if we could. That's a weird side quest, but I like it. Okay. Sorry. Back to your mall. <laughs> Back to your mall. No, you were telling me your mall. You were oh. telling me you didn't have any other malls. Yes. Um. So, uh, Patrick Henry Mall, it was actually built on um on or adjacent to a huge dairy farm 
uh, run by the Yoders, which is a local Mennonite family. It was the first mall in the region to feature a food court, which is crazy. Um, but the the Yoders actually, um, like the farm building is still there. And I think that they still have it, but a community theater started in it. And it's it's called the Yoder Dairy Theater. theater. Stop it. <laughs> the Yoder Dairy Theater? What the fuck? Or it was. <laughs> I, I don't even care enough to check. But yeah, that's I had tons of friends who were doing like shows in the silo. And I was like, that's amazing. I love that. Oh, my God. It was very, provi- yes. it was very provincial when, it, when we moved down there. It was very like lots of like green <laughs> and not a lot of things yeah. to do. Um, but yeah, 1987, I, I, I remember like we got a food lion closer to our house not too long after that and then like that in the mall and my mom was like oh it's really coming up here <laughs> and yet even as a child i was like why did we move to the middle of nowhere <laughs> for fucking real yeah we uh we got the peaberg mall in 1989 and i remember every time every time we would go on a on a school trip on a field trip mhm the bus would avoid the little area of highway outside of the outside of the mall. Okay. And I used to think as a kid it was to keep us from wanting to go to the mall. <laughs> just traffic. Just just traffic, That's I'm really sure. Funny. But yeah, as a kid I was like they never go past the mall because they know that that's where we all want to be and we'll convince them to take us. Oh to my the god, mall. that's so funny. <laughs> Fuck. It's so cute. Um, so the Peaberg Mall was uh, was small-ish and not nearly as fancy as the other two giant malls that people could otherwise go to. But it was right the fuck there. Like it was seven minutes from my house. And um, on opening day, there were 7,000 people and they did like, they did crazy things on opening day. It was the hit of all the local news stations. Uh-huh. I saw I'm sure. it was all over the Express Times. There were like people of note. I think there were, um, oh, what kind of impersonator? I think they had Frank Sinatra impersonators. <laughs> That feels and right. something else. Frank Sinatra imper- impersonators and maybe like, Mm, Sammy Davis Jr. can't be right. <laughs> Somebody else, though. Mm-hmm. Somebody else. And um, and the mall had anchors. St- it had... So here's here's what made it weird from Jump. A Kmart was one of the anchor stores. Oh, that is weird. Yes. It had a Kmart and a Sears at either end. And then... Oh, we had a... A hers. It wasn't an oars. It was a Hess's. Oh, Hess. Oh, we mm-hmm. had a Hess's, mm-hmm. um, uh, apparently. And then the the other the other location was the Garden Grove food court. Every fucking mall has a food court. This food court was the shit. The only thing it was missing that it needed desperately was an Orange Julius. Mm. I will fight that to the fucking death. Mm. But it had my my favorite place to go in the food court, which didn't last very long, mm. was a corn dog on a stick. Yes, you were telling me that. And I was like, I remember that because I love the lemonade from it. But like, why? 
at what <laughs> point in your life have you has someone handed you a corn dog that wasn't on a stick? That wasn't on a stick. I mean, I suppose there are corn dog bites, but there were not at the time. Mm, no, that's true. That was a recent everything. innovation. <laughs> that is. That's brand new. That's new technology. Corn dog tots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Um, it, it turned. It turned out that the uh, they did it. They had the best fucking lemonade of all time. It was so and so good. it was a boardwalk fries combined with corn dog on a stick and the greatest lemonade ever ever mm. um there was apparently an arby's because i was talking with my mom and i'm like mom what was in the food court because it didn't last long mm-hmm. that's the craziest thing they got rid of our food court in like 96 that's too weird it- that's too strange. It was very weird. And like we had an Auntie Anne's pretzels and we had a Cindy's cinnamon buns. Sure. Which was, they were delicious, but also why not Cinnabon? I didn't even know that they existed. We had a lot of really weird sideways off-brand stores. Mm. That, like instead of a Godiva, we had a Gertrude Hawk. <laughs> instead of a Cinnabon, we had Cindy's. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I guess Auntie Anne's is pretty standard, but like a lot of really weird, <laughs> weird. Instead of a Radio Shack, we had a fucking electronics boutique. And before that, it was called something really weird. Oh, what was it called before that? I can't remember. It had a really funky name. That's so um, funny. Yeah. And... Um, and so they got rid of the fucking food court, even though you could still get, like, a pretzel in the mall. Uh-huh. And that was just a really strange decision. And mm-hmm. that is what they then called, like, the fucking downfall mm-hmm. of the mall. Mm-hmm. Because you can't keep people at the mall if you're not going to feed them. No. And what ended up cropping up outside the mall ultimately became places like um, a Starbucks, a Chick-fil-A, a Panera... And when I was young, I don't know what was there. There was a Ponderosa. Oh, hey. God, I loved that Ponderosa. That (laughs) place was the shit. There was a Ponderosa, and maybe that became a Friendly's at some point, and now it's a bank. (laughs) Wow. So weird. So weird. Yeah, the turnover of businesses is, like, hard to keep track of Mm. in my adult brain. Um, but with the Kmart at one end and no food court, it quickly became a place that where people were like, well, I may as well drive a half an hour and go to the Lehigh Valley Mall. Right. Exactly. I may as if well. you're going to bother. Mm-hmm. Yes. We may as well go to New York. We may as well do anything, <laughs> you know, like yeah. what the fuck? Or like Franklin Mills down by Philly. Uh, it, it just people wanted an experience of course and you couldn't get that at the Peaberg mall how and how like how did that fail because jersey is so good at malls we're so good at malls let me tell you i so there there are many things in life that i was sheltered from because my parents didn't want to go mm-hmm. <laughs> because my parents just didn't want to drive yep. so i never got to go to the lehigh valley mall until as a teenager Friends took me. Mm-hmm. I never really got to go to the Bridgewater Commons unless my best friend's mom took me or unless my mom needed something from Lord and Taylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, 
And then when I got to college and I was in like the meat of Bergen County, New Jersey, I was like, I was like spinning in a fucking meadow full of great malls. (laughs) It was, it was, I was singing in my most coloratura (laughs) soprano as I was at the fucking Palisades Mall in Nyack. Oh, that place is a dream come true. I love it's amazing. the Palisades Mall. You can park underground in the dead of winter and leave your coat in the car. Yeah. It's so good. It's the shit. Yeah, and it's so big it's that it shit. never feels crowded until you get to the register and then you're like, oh. <laughs> the Palisades Mall is where I went to virtually every midnight release of each Harry Potter movie. Oh, fun. That's a good, it's an AMC, right? It's a good movie theater. Uh-huh. Yeah. Every single Harry Potter release once I was in college, which started with, I think, Chamber of Secrets, Mm -hmm. and every single Lord of the Rings movie, (laughs) uh, well, starting with Two Towers, Uh um, and like the Matrix movies, everything we would go to, because we were dumb college kids, we'd go to the midnight release, sure, Midnight Friday, and, you know, stay at the theater until like three in the morning or yeah. something. <laughs> it was the shit. So I got the Palisades Mall. I got the Garden State Plaza, which still drives me bananas uh, because it's always too full. And <laughs> my beloved Paramus Park Mall, which is, I mean, it's it's Bergen County's version of the Peaberg Mall in that nobody goes there and it's forgotten. <laughs> And that was where I got to work at Lush after I transferred yeah. out of Herald Square. Yeah, I remember because that. Because they had a Macy's store and they were like, there's a position open. And I was like, sold. So oh, I wait, like, I think I told you I like worked one day there and I thought oh, yeah, it yeah. was terrible. But the only reason I it thought is. it was terrible was because that manager was like, well, let's see if you can do this. Let's see how you do. Let's see how you do there. Was you in Jersey, yeah, maybe? Who our manager was. Oh, no, no, no. Not. I'm talking about the district one oh. who hated me. Oh. The one who was like, well, it's not your fault. You don't know how to do your job. Mm-mm. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, no. boop, boop. Did what she a... ever say that to you? Oh, she said it in front of everyone that was working for me at the time and everyone in the store. What? Mm-hmm. That was like the second time I had ever run into her. And I had just become key holder. And I was, uh, you know, I was in charge what did we call it? Not manager on duty because I wasn't a manager, but like I was a supervisor for that shift <clears throat> and nobody had ever talked to yeah. me about doing helicopter shit. And that was the one thing that I hated the most about working there was having yes. managers come up and like whisper in your ear and like poke you towards people when you're like, I already fucking talked to that person. They don't they want don't me bothered. up their cooter. Stop it. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but she was annoyed that I was not doing that to other people. And then I, she was like, well, you're not helicoptering. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And then she was like, oh, you're not doing your job because no one taught you how to do your job. It's not your fault that you don't know how to do your job. And I was like, oh, this is the start of a beautiful friendship. No. And then she continued That's not to be- how you met her. That was like the second time I ever talked to her. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. She wasn't managing us directly. She wasn't our store manager when you were hired. No, no, it was uh, it was Mish and um, and Lindsay. Lindsay, yeah, yeah. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. Oh no! I don't know how she could love me and not love you. She hated me on site. It's That's fine. So insane. It doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> so, I got to work at a lush in the sleepiest, most forgotten mall in Bergen County, and it was 
delightful. Oh my God. And I did my job really well the two times we would have an interested customer during the day, if that. <laughs> and uh, and otherwise, I just got to chill and be very happy I wasn't in Herald Square fielding all of the bullshit that we dealt yeah. with in Herald Square, which was lovely. I never worked at my hometown mall. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never did worked. Did you ever work at yours? No, I didn't. Um, I, f- I don't feel... Well, so there was so much after school and summer work at, like, Bush Gardens and Colonial Williamsburg mm. that that's really where people went. I think I maybe knew two people who worked at the mall, and both of them... One was at the gyro stand, and one was at the same goodie. Um, but, yes. yeah, I remember my friend Dale definitely worked at the Euro place, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that meat stick is as big as you are. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. Um, I never worked at the mall, but uh, my friend Kelly worked at the Sears, and Gabby and I would basically, once we had car access, we would go to the Sears, and we would just squeal about everything all the time. And we would go bother Kelly at work, and we'd Yay. fill her in on what this boy did and this girl and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that was delightful. And... Um, and yeah, I never got to work there because my parents weren't willing to take me to a job. Oh, so yeah. My mom got sick of it have... real quick, I got to tell you. And then I scrounged my own uh, rides because I'm charming. <laughs> yes, absolutely. My parents were like, no, you're not getting a job because we can't take you places. Mm-hmm. So you can babysit if those parents will pick you up and take you back. And I was like, cool. How is this ever going to transfer to being able to be an adult? But okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, once the food court disappeared, the coolest thing that ever happened to the mall was that in 2000, I think, we got an H&M. Oh, okay. And it was like the first time I had ever seen an H&M. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were, they really had a presence. So it's kind of weird that they were like, yes, Phillipsburg, New Jersey, it's <laughs> happening. But they did. Agreed. And they That is definitely the voice that H&M has, by the way. 100%. <laughs> um, so they came up in there, and I was really excited because I could actually wear things there, which was confusing for me. Because mm. I couldn't, I could, you know, I really didn't, like, go to the Gap. We had an Old Navy as of two th- earlier. Maybe we had an old old navy as of like ninety seven, mm. uh, but we got an old navy, and I bought the fuck out of wind pants all the time every day, and I was just like, well, the, you know, these will fit, whatever. I wasn't really wearing, um, I wasn't really wearing much in the way of like cool kid clothes. Mm. I I put myself in skater kid stuff, and then uh, that H and M opened, and I was like, oh. This is surprising that this skirt fits. This is surprising mm. this shirt fits because I'm not like specifically in a plus size section. What am I saying? We didn't even have them at all. Back <laughs> right. Then. It was just shocking. It was yeah. just shocking that I could fit into something and not feel like I was barely, barely squeaking by. Right. It was shocking. So once upon a time, I was actually pretty impressed with them. Um and then and then I would say things really started to tumble down like a poorly assembled house of cards. Mm-hmm. Once uh, stores started just going out of business. And mm. so the it was, I mean, it was like watching a very slow blackout. Oh, and yeah. just like location, location, location would shutter. And eventually it got to the point where the Sears was also shuttered and like the... Um, the roof was caving in. <gasps> oh, you told me about that. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that's so awful. 
Yep, the roof was caving in. It would rain into the store. Birds would come in to them all through that. They had to like rope off the whole Sears wing. Um, the Kmart closed in like 2003 and was replaced with a Kohl's, uh-huh. which was, you know, probably a step in a trendier direction. But ultimately, every single store closed uh-huh. except the Kohl's. Yeah. And what replaced the JCPenney, which is Black Rose Antiques. <laughs> It's a giant department store full of antiques. I've literally never set eyes on it. I can't even fathom what it looks like. Um, I have not been to the mall probably since college-ish. I don't think I've set. I don't think I've set foot inside of the Peaberg Mall since. Yeah. Since. Oh wait, is it uh, still alive? I thought it was done. Done. I mean, it is. It's death twitching because it's still got the coals open and it's still got this antique store open. And so their entrances to the to the mall proper, I think Mm -hmm. you can still go in, but it's totally zombie land. It's so creepy. I hate that. I hate that. It's crazy. They were supposed to be torn down entirely a couple of years ago and just nothing happened. Uh huh. I think you can still walk around if you want. That's so but weird. Everything. Yeah. Everything closed, shuttered. And it's so bananas because the other mall that's like sort of close by is a little rinky dink. Like mm. it's it's cute. They have an orange Julius. I love that shit. Mm. Um at the Palmer Park Mall and they have a Boscovs. Uh. Fancy. Uh, bitch loves a Boscovs. Um, I need to say the, this before I forget. I'm so sorry. Do it. There's a documentary about the Six Flags that was open <gasps> just outside of um, New Orleans. Katrina. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what Have is you it? watched it? Have you watched it no. yet? No. Um, I don't no. remember what it's called, but I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Uh, and it, it, we only watched the very beginning of it. And I got to tell you, I don't think it's a very well done documentary, but that makes it even better. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> You know what my favorite thing to look at pictures of ever is? Oh, yeah. There is an amusement park outside of what the fuck ever happened of where Chernobyl was. Oh, shit. There's an amusement park within the radius of Chernobyl that has been fucking abandoned since 1986. Wow. And I want to say, I mean, it's probably not the right pronunciation anyway, but it's something like Pierre Pet or propriet okay um that i think that's the city or mm-hmm. the name of the sure either it's fucking so creepy yay it's so creepy oh because on top of knowing that it's like a nuclear wasteland and that people probably like die to fucking radiation on the ground <sighs> you also have that it's you know what russians think children like oh god which <gasps> i guarantee you is not what children like oh my god that is so funny that's mm-hmm. so funny. Uh, I have a friend who is a burlesque performer who now goes by Zima Sparkles, who is fantastic. I've sent you some of her stuff before. She does all kinds of makeup makeovers yes. on herself, and uh-huh. they are insane. And every so – I'm like, you'll she'll be like, uh, you know, Ursula or Jessica Rabbit. And all of a sudden you'll see uh, – because she's from Russia a, – a Russian character that you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Why is her nose doing that? What's going oh, on? Oh, no. Like, what's Oh, the- no. 
<laughs> just like very exaggerated features and all of it's a little scary and so every yeah. time before because and she'll usually do a caption in russian like or in you know cyrillic um letters mm-hmm. and that's i'm like bah, bah, bah. oh okay that's not for me yeah <laughs> that's fine yep. you guys There's should check a... her stuff out she's amazing oh my god I recently learned, thank you, Jory, that Russia is the Eastern European version of Australia, which is to say it was <gasps> once upon a l- time a land where all of the ne'er-do-wells oh from the rest of Europe were ex... What do I want to say? Exiled? Exiled, yes. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, I, I don't have the source, but I recently heard that that's pretty much the origin of Russia and maybe why Russia is like that. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Because you know you've been wondering, why is Australia like that? And that's the fucking <laughs> oh, no, answer. No. I, I, I've done that for a long time. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the, 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 the formal you. Uh, yeah, yeah. The you, <laughs> yes. Capital Y. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a good memory of department stores or stores in the mall. Almost at all. Um, except for the littler weird ones. Like the ones where it was like, we sell incense and roll-on perfume oil with names like Egyptian goddess and by the way that I love that scent I love that scent I don't understand why that's a universally understood fragrance as being whatever is encapsulated by that but I have to tell you I think that there's um I think there's some frankincense in it or fake frankincense Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and, and I remember uh I bought from that particular store um <clears throat> I was I so wanted to be a cool hippie. That was like my goal for In my life. teenage years. As soon as I got my Birkenstocks, yes. I was like, okay, so I can't be this, so maybe I'll be this. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I'll never be preppy. I'll never be these kids, mm-hmm. but I can be cool amongst the hacky sack players. Um and I got this jacket. My mom made me pick between getting a season's pass to Bush Gardens. Or getting this also expensive jacket, which it, the the label was the love tent. And it was a giant purple, like one shade of purple on the inside, one shade of purple on the outside. And then like crazy paisleys and or like lion faces or whatever. And it had a hood and it had like a drawstring if you wanted to like pull it tight around the around your waist. Yes. It was a like a anorak kind of thing, like a parka kind of thing. But yes. it was made of lighter material and uh and I loved it so much and I gotta tell you I I literally never got the smell of the store out of it and I loved that it just smelled like it had been marinated in incense for like its entire lifespan I don't know what happened to that I love that it must have gotten fully ruined because I can't see myself just parting with it and I, I chose that over like the season's path. I thought mom thought for sure she was going to talk me out of it. And I was like desperate to find any desperate to express myself with fashion in any way. In, yes. in any way. In any way. Because I was, <laughs> you know, I was wearing stuff off the sale rack at Lane Bryant when I could afford that. But as a 16 year old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Just Not drowning in like raw silk blouses. <laughs> Oh, God. Yes. Brown lipstick. Mm, A nice poofy curled bang. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) I I always regretted that I couldn't get it to stand up better. Tragedy. I felt that all the time. Truly. All the time. I got a haircut once. God. 
I got a haircut once. I was probably 13, maybe, maybe a little older. And um, I remember I would, I would look at all these girls with like very 90s hair and they would have like a ponytail up and you know, like the little wispies would come yeah. down uh-huh. at the bottom. And a lot of them would either curl them or they had hair that was naturally wavier than mine. So they looked sort of curled. Sure. Like the back version of yes. cute curled bangs. Yes. And I remember going to a holiday hair and I was like, I want the hairs at the back of my head to do that short curly thing. And she was like, you want me to Uh-oh. to cut the back of your hair? And I was like, yeah, like if I put it up in a ponytail, I want the pieces hanging down to do that thing so that they look curly. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay and so she like pulled out a layer of my hair and cut it to i don't know two or three inches i know exactly what you're talking about yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i was like why why did you give me a mullet why wait so she she cut all of it like that no 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 no, 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 so you could still put your hair up but it had that i could put my hair up but when i put my hair up it looked so dumb it was like neck bangs Yes. <laughs> it was like terrible <laughs> neck bangs. But people were doing that on purpose. That was I remember that that was a thing that people were doing. Yeah, definitely. Just, definitely. Just I don't poorly know why mine looked so you. dumb. They were so awful. Oh my god. The number <laughs> of bang. awful haircuts I it's terrible. And and I famously got a shag. I got a shag haircut at that holiday hair when I was a sophomore in high school Uh and I was like I want a fresh you know sassy little do and of course if you spend enough time styling it Mm -hmm. a shag I don't know I guess I perceived a shag to be like I don't know Cameron Diaz or somebody was was wearing at the time (laughs) sure and uh and they cut a shag on me and I loved it and I never heard the end of it from my friends because it was such a ridiculous haircut. And I ended up getting it again in 2012. Oh, my God. Yo, I remember it. You rocked it in 2012, though. That was really cute. I did it. I did. It was very cute. I, I don't know how. I do kind of make it work, although it's not a haircut that I would do again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've just like I found what works yeah and it's just mostly leaving it alone (laughs) yeah I remember when I first started being able to pay like my most memories of the mall is after I started working at Bush Gardens and had my own money to spend like that's when I remember actually having like $200 in my pocket and just Mm. being like I I worked my ass off and I sweated and I was disgusting all week for this and this is my money and I'm gonna buy dumb shit at Claire's if I want to oh so much dumb shit at Claire's Mm. that was my favorite I love that I loved I loved just being like oh I can get whatever the sparkly shit and very shortly after that was when I was like I'm getting my ears pierced and you can't stop me (laughs) yes absolutely we had a Claire's I cleaned up there all day every day we had a Deb, <gasps> we which had a Deb. you and I have bonded over because we went to that one at Jersey Gardens. Yes, yes. But when I was, when we had the Deb, I don't think they had a plus size section. 
Um, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, but that oh, that plus size Deb was so good. I'd it go back there so with you. Good. I don't think it's there anymore. I think that they stopped either stopped really? Deb entirely or stopped Deb plus size. Yeah. Well, we'll have to look online. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> when I saw the Deb again, I was just fucking transported. The best thing I ever, ever, ever bought at the Deb, bar none, mm-hmm. was a pair of a pair of shoes that looked like Docs. Like they're pretty legit. Uh-huh. They looked like Do- they looked like Doc Martin Mary Janes. And so they had the cutout at the top of the foot. Yes. And you know, they were just like they were um a lug sole. Uh-huh. And they had big leather flames Ooh, nice. all over the oh shoe. Oh my god. You like were coming so down the cool. toe. I was so cool and forecasting at Massive, massive uh, altitudes. More flames. <laughs> <laughs> they were the shit. Oh I my wore gosh. them so much, and I, I probably got rid of them because people kept calling me a flamer, and mm-hmm. I just f- felt like I was asking for it at that point. But, um, but I loved those shoes, and oh. I got them the Deb like on sale. Oh. They probably cost me, I don't know, $20. I loved them so much. The two the two pairs of shoes that I remember spending any amount of money on and being very happy with uh, were a pair of Vans that were black vinyl, shiny vinyl, but like um, it looked like, I always say like that motorcycle seat vinyl where it's that like sparkly or <gasps> like um, yes. or like a, like a bar stool seat where the sparkles yes, are embedded yes, yes. in it. It's glittery. So, yes. So there was like holographic glitter inside mm. of the black. But unfortunately, I was also going through a period of time where I thought socks were not important. So they immediately just stank all to fuck. And I (laughs) was so upset. Like, I can't. The amount of things that some adult should have taught me. (laughs) No one ever did. Um, And then the other was a pair of shoes that I actually wore to my high school graduation, which um, I might have gotten at the mall. But uh, they were white high tops not from converse and they had looney tunes characters all over them yes and again thought i was the coolest person in the world yes. i thought it because you could see them out from underneath my um my robe and i was like i wonder if someone's gonna be mad <laughs> nobody cared. oh my god i nobody love cared. it the other shoes that I remember very fondly were ones that I wore to my prom and they were they were platform stacked platform heels. They were like a shade of metallic-y silver metallic pewter mm-hmm. fabric. And then they had almost like the slightest little lace up, like stretch velvet. <gasps> crisscrossed over the ankle. I was obsessed with these shoes. They looked like something the Spice Girls would wear. That's amazing. Obsessed with them. Should never have gotten rid of them. I mean, they were massively uncomfortable, I'm sure. But um, (laughs) I loved the fuck out of them. Mm. The Deb was very good for really, really itchy, scratchy terry cloth robes. (laughs) And shoes for fat girls. And body glitter. Mm. Oh, yes. list, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think Deb has plus size anymore. And their rebrand is real weird. I just looked at it. It's weird. Are they like a hot topic now? 
No, it's just uh, it looks kind of like shine stuff, but it has oh. Deb. Deb is in like swirly writing. It, Weird. Yeah, it like like Forever Twenty One, basically. Um, they were the best. I uh, I definitely never really went clothes shop. I went into clothes stores with some of my girlfriends, but I mean, I think I I was mostly at the at the mall by that point in time with those boys that I hung out with all the time. So they would be in the mm. tilt. The tilt, which I just looked up, and that that arcade has now expanded and now has like a laser tag and stuff. So good for that. Shit, yeah. I think we had a tilt. Mm. That sounds right. I don't think I ever really went in there. Although I would have gone in there with with boyfriends. I don't know. I you just like jogged some distant fucking memory for me. <laughs> um, uh, we had. Uh, we had a Suncoast video. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. We had a Suncoast. We didn't have a Sam Goody, but we had something called The Wall that then later turned into FYE. Yeah, we had an Which FYE. was the dumbest rebranding ever. It was terrible. And you could you could buy tickets to concerts there. Oh, that was FYE. probably there. Yeah. At The Wall... If you bought, I, there was like some kind of system where you could get free CDs. So if you bought a CD there and you had your The Wall sticker on it oh. and you, I don't know, brought in like nine of them, you maybe get a tenth free or something. <laughs> it was, I fucking loved The Wall. And I still have so many albums at in my possession oh my God. that have their Wall stickers oh on them. Oh my God, that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wall. Physical we had media. A, Oh my god, I miss. I miss. I they had I mean they had walls full of tapes as well. Mm-hmm. Like I mostly ended up buying CDs, but I, I had so many tapes. Usually singles that yeah. I would buy. Mm-hmm. You remember the weird packaging that they switched over to so that you couldn't steal things where everything was like the tape was in like a big long cartridge thing, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. I do. Absolutely. They all had giant fucking handles. Yes. <laughs> To make it like they were rolly suitcases. Yes, exactly. So weird. I do. Well, our Sam Goody, for no reason, had a rear entrance to it. So like I I I'm pretty sure I had a friend who worked there. Either that or I just was talking to somebody who worked there and they were like, Yeah, those things don't matter. People just pick them up and run out and then they get right in their car because you could park right outside the Sam Goody's no, door. Uh, no. So even if the alarm went off, you would be gone. And the camera technology wasn't great Jesus. back then. I mean, you no, remember what all. security cameras all looked like. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bananas. And yeah, and they were like, I don't even, I don't get paid enough to care. Like, I'm not going to chase Hell somebody no. down. But they were like, this is all very silly. Oh, my God. But what store in the mall has a rear door? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> It was just the, the the city planning for our mall was so bad. Once we got rid of that food court, and there was like nowhere to eat, mm-hmm. and we also had like other things happening in different locations. So further down the hallway, the hallway, the highway, there was a Regal Cinema uh-huh. that was the big hit of the area. Yeah, that was like attached to a party city Ooh. and a Chinese place and an Italian joint and like uh was that where the Walmart was originally? I think so. I think there was a Walmart there. Mm. We've things have shuffled around in town 
maddeningly mm-hmm. so because like we've kept in some cases, we've kept the same stores, but they've done a little, like, three-card Monty situation. Yeah. It's very strange. Very <laughs> fucking strange. I'm still not used to it. And this shit happened, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Our, our <laughs> Regal, they built our Regal when they built the Super Kmart. And um, that was over near the mall. Um, but it was, like, it had a big Art Deco sign. I don't know if that was a thing for other places, Ooh. but, like, I feel like our... Our market attracted weird stuff like the 50s McDonald's and stuff that I told you about. But yeah, it was it was like an up and down, like the letters were up and down. And it was a huge like neon sign that the, the letters would light up one at a time. And in that area, there was a Kenny Rogers Roasters. Um, there was uh, eventually, oh shit, who's the guy who makes the sausage? Bob Evans. There's a Bob Evans <gasps> restaurant over there, which who knew? Uh-huh. Um, and a spaghetti factory. And that was the first time I had been. To, and people were like, you've got to go. And I was like, I don't want to go out to eat. Spaghetti to is poor food. I know how to eat spaghetti and make spaghetti. And I'm not going to go somewhere and pay $10 for spaghetti. And they're like, that's not the point. There's stuff all over the walls. And you get to draw on the um, – tablecloth and i was like you're still not really selling me <laughs> oh man that's super you know it was gross that. and delightful hmm. a rainforest <laughs> cafe oh amazing <laughs> i just had a recovered memory though i just had a recovered yes. memory remember the dude who worked at colonial williamsburg who i dated for a second and then he died like a year later yes joseph oh my god I went there with him. I went to Spaghetti Factory with him and I asked for crayons so I could draw on the tablecloth because duh. And he was only 28 at the time. It's not like he was some very sophisticated grown ass human. But he was like, he thought that that was very childish of me. And then I made fun of him for not being able to draw. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, to be fair, I am an actual child. I mean, I was 19 by the time, but like. He was so strange. God bless. Oh my god. <laughs> like pick a pick a different thing to be snotty about if you're dating someone Truly. 9 years younger than you. <laughs> the reach is significant. Mhm. I've never been to a spaghetti factory. I without hesitation love a cheesecake factory. You know, I, I adore it. I respect it. I do not care about it at all. I've never had anything there that I was like, this changed my life. And I don't like cheesecake anymore. So, like, it's not really a winner for me. But Don likes it, so I go every so often. I like the giant stupid drinks. I like the big pink crazy. Also, the thing about the interior of a cheesecake factory is it looks to me like it was designed to look like it is in a casino. Like, that is what casino yes. restaurant or on a cruise ship. Absolutely. And that's not appealing uh-huh. to me in any way. Like, I, I like a cruise ship, but like, the you know, like weird overly patterned carpet so you yes. never see what gets spilled on it. And yes. like overdone hanging glass shit from the ceilings and it's too dark to see anything. And you need to Very see because the menu is 18 pages long. Oh, my God. The menu is stupid long. But I will tell you. I have found the things that I love (laughs) and I will tell you that I can't get them anywhere else. (laughs) Like what the fuck, what the fuck is an actually an avocado egg roll? I don't know, but it's so good. And the sauce, the like fucking chutney that they serve it with, like just (laughs) 
Ooh, throw me overboard. I did not realize they were so international. They are. They're very international, which is what should give you pause because it is it is my stance that anyone who's like, we can make everything, oh. it's not going to be good, right? right? Other than a diner. Mm-hmm. A diner, everything is good. But, you know, somewhere like the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. But Pick a lane, buddy. They do. And like when I go for brunch and I have their huevos rancheros, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I didn't even and know then, they had brunch at Cheesecake Factory. Oh, my God. They do. I can't wait to take Don there. They do. I love their huevos rancheros. If either of you really like that, I strongly recommend it. Um, They also make a really delicious strawberry shortcake on like fucking biscuits. Oh, that's the shit. On like plain ass biscuits. Yeah, that's how you do a strawberry shortcake. Mm -hmm. It is shareable. Um, It's delicious. It's not cheesecake, but it is fucking delightful. Um, and they also, they make corn cake, corn cake tamales, I think, that, uh, they're just like delicious little slices of corn cakes, and then they've got like pico on them, and sour cream, and something else amazing. Okay, the next time you're up here, we're gonna go, and you're gonna have to teach me how to order from there, because I just don't know. It's like, I guess I'll get this disappointing thing. Yeah. I mean, I go with Jody, and every time I go with Jody, she gets a pasta, and she seems happy with that. I've never eaten a pasta there. But everything that I've had there that I have hand chosen, I mm. fucking loved. And they also do this like fucking lettuce wrap platter in like a Thai. Oh, that I have had, and that is pretty good. I think that that was the first time that I went there, and that was back when I was doing Atkins. Mm. And I was like, oh, thank goodness, because I've been trying They've to. They've had that that long? Maybe. Wow. They had some kind of a lettuce wrap, and they were the first people I saw who had it. It's really good. That in particular is not only delicious, it's also a great deal. It's like 14 bucks, and if you get it in the restaurant, it's like this beautiful fucking spread. It's like charcuterie for days, (laughs) and you just like fill up your beautiful little butter lettuce cups Mm. with like some fucking peanut chicken, and oh. Cute. Mm. I'm down. I feel passionately about the cheesecake i do like food with assembly required i will say yes i enjoy a little assembly line of food as well Mm -hmm. and 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 just sentimentally the cheesecake factory is very important to me because it's the place where jody and i execute 90 percent of our friendship ah that's so funny (laughs) you know you know in having this conversation about the malls we really we hung out less at the mall and more at the Super Kmart slash Regal Cinema, that whole area slash probably yes. parking lot. <laughs> yes, um, yes, and it was yes. like it was like the York High kids were generally went over there, and then the Tab kids who could be a little bit mean, they hung out at the mall. What's and a I tab mean, Tab kid. Oh, Tab was T A B B was another part of town that had its own. They were the slightly larger um, school with a much better football team, and it sucked because, like, you know, my sister's eleven years older, and she also went to my same high school, mm-hmm. and Tab just basically beat the shit out of us for everything over and over. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> and also they, they were tigers and we were falcons which is cool but not in the same way a tiger is you mm-hmm. know i yeah. do anyway 
I would say the mall also became less a part of my life when, yeah, we 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 spent so much more time at the movies, and the movies weren't there. Right. So we were at the movies all Our the time. Our mall had a movie theater. Uh, yeah. I don't think we had a pack sun either. I think, I think at some point, my mother very generously was like, okay, I'll take you to the nice malls because I know you want the clothes from the specific, like, fucking skater stores mm-hmm. that you want to go to. So, you know, in, like, August, she'd take me to Bridgewater and we would go to, like, Paxson, probably, and um, maybe one more thing, maybe one more place that I can't remember, and eventually, like, Hot Topic mm-hmm. as well. Things that we had in our mall once I was, like, out of high school anyway. So there was no point. Right. um, Also, Delia's catalogs. I ended up Uh, getting so much delivery clothing mm -hmm. from Delia's and Alloy. Oh, God. Alloy. I remember them. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I was always just a little too fat for all of that stuff. They were cute, though. Man, they were cute. Really cute. Really cute. I think I just wore the very top of their size range. Mm -hmm. And maybe, I mean, maybe didn't even get things like jeans. Like, you know, you could make make a cotton shirt. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. I think I knew the parameters of what would fit and what wouldn't. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I think I started, I think I started doing catalogs. By the time I was in high school, enough that I was not constantly clothes shopping at the mall. Mm. So, and sense. then they put in an actual Delia's at the Lehigh Valley Mall, mm. which was amazing. Going in that store, that was actually, that was that was like cocaine Christmas. <laughs> was amazing. Seeing everything Ugh. in real life. I know. I went in a Delia's store once, and I want to say it was at the... Um, in South South Jersey. But uh, yeah, I remember walking Hill. into it and being like, I mean, I don't want any of this shit anymore, but oh, wow, I'm impressed. Yes. I still want Delia's everything. <laughs> everything. But you know that the style had changed. Like if it was Delia's 1998, I then know. sure. But I know. Oh. Well, we should Man. probably wrap this little stroll down memory lane up. Oh, my God. Uh, By the way, anyone Mm -hmm. from home, if you have really great memories of the mall or you can tell me what electronics boutique used to be, which I just have been too lazy to Google during this hour, um, (laughs) hit us up. Let us know your mall memories. If you have a dead hometown mall, (laughs) what you remember, and also why I'm right that Orange Julius is is the absolute fucking make or break of a perfect mall. It's so delicious. It's so frothy and delicious. It's so good. Well, this has been good. Yeah, I love you. I love you. I love you so much. And we love you too, fuck buddies. We love you guys. Keep on fucking keeping on. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. It's all weird. Everything's dumb. It's all weird. Uh, We're going to be okay, though. Yeah. Or we won't. And that will be that will be okay. <laughs> that will Remember, be okay. your grandparents are assholes for a reason. And joy is not the only worthy emotion. Woo! That's it. <laughs> All right, fuck <folk> buddies. <laughs> bye bye.